John Bracewell joins us, of course, part of our call team for the uh, Chapel Hadley series and the Test series as well. Good morning, John. How are you doing? Yeah, good. That's a story, mate. That's a story. Uh, how are you feeling you've, now you've had a day to digest what happened in Wellington, mate? Uh, yeah, it was just, well, that's 2020 cricket, isn't it? I mean, and it's also small grounds, but the power of that Australian batting lineup. You know, when they've got seven ball hitters that can take a game away, it's going to make Eden Park an even more dangerous place for them to play. I mean, their weakness is, funnily enough, their, their bowling that leaks runs, and yet it's such a touted bowling attack across all three formats. So um, it kind of evens things up, and I suppose that's why the game went down to one, uh, to the final ball. You know, it's that close. Bowling and um, fielding, or from what I saw, John, probably let us down, particularly in the field, were just uncharacteristic with a couple of drop catches and, and so on. And then with the ball, I felt like we lacked control. Um, can you see that being improved for, for match two? And what did that come down to? Was that pressure or was that just um, you know personal mistakes? Well, I think it was personal, personal uh, mistakes in the field. Um, mm. You know, Tim, Tim Southey's starting to slow down. He's got great hands, but he's, yeah. he hasn't got that. Um, he hasn't got that injection to get to the ball as quickly as he used to. That that anticipation. Um, you know what what the mind wants to do and the body can't do anymore is starting to catch up with him. Um, Ravindra's, funnily enough, is quite a flat-footed fielder. Um, yeah. He's a fantastic batter. But he actually moves quite slowly, so he doesn't really move with with the ball. And sometimes, I think, funnily enough, um, some of our fielders are actually our outfielders um, are actually quicker than they're actually thinking. So they mm. actually almost get past the ball. Um, you know, they, they they spend most of their time running to it and not anticipating what they've got to do when they get there. Um, so, yeah, fielding needs a bit of a... Uh, well, needs a bit of a tidy-up. Bowling-wise, I just think they took to our spinners. Yeah. As simple as that. I thought our quicks were quite good. Uh, mm. Tim Southey's pretty, still pretty clever. Um, Milne and Ferguson, I thought, bowled equally, if not better than the Australians. Yeah. Mm. So I was actually quite encouraged by that. And it's very, very rare to see Satna taken down. Very mm. rare indeed. Yeah, it just it just looked like he, when he got it right, and even this showed you, when he got it right, the bowling lines, you know, just short length outside off and getting a bit of turn of disruption off the pitch, that's when they uh, um, looked at their best. But then they were trying to bowl a little bit wider, and the plan I saw was bowling close to that wide line. Well, there was eight wides in that game, so that cost us eight runs in the end. Um, were the bowling yeah. plans, from a spinning point of view, were they right? Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind that. Um, you know, if it is the plan, mm. and it is a risk, but it's because it's fine. It's such fine margins. Mm. Then I think a wide is acceptable. I mean, Australia, I think, bowled 13, didn't they? Mm. Mm. Um, so, you know, the, the, the margins for punishment in these games on the small grounds are so great that it's actually worthwhile risking a wide 
and trying yeah. to get away with not being hit for six. What did you make of uh, of Santner's captaincy in the field and the way he rotated the bowlers? Like, uh, I know Ish got uh, punished and won over and he brought him straight back. Uh, then we had Milne look like he was really finding his rhythm, took a wicket and he took him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think, well, one, they don't like to line guys up, but two, I think they were really concerned about what they were going to do going into the death with mm. the power hitters that Australia have. And if you're exposing one of your spinners in those... Oh, you there, mate? Might have just lost John Bracewell. He's sound like... get his spinners out of the way as quickly as he possibly could and seeing if he could get away with minimal damage uh, on the surface because it didn't really hold or spin, did it? it just, the ball really just ran on. So if you missed, you got whacked. Mm. Trent Bolt, straight back into the into the fold. What impact are you expecting from Bolte? Well, I see that control, um, mm. that variation. But also with the Australian technique, they stand and deliver. So that guy brings the ball back in under the, under mm. the bat, uh, swings the ball back in towards the pads. You'll notice that Milne predominantly tried to bowl um, in swing to the, to the right-handers. So I think that they're trying to get under and inside the swing. If you think about baseball, you try and get inside or outside the swing. Yeah. So our spinners tried to get outside the swing and try to lose, lose, you know, get the outside of the bat. But our quicks tried to go inside, um, especially with the Australians, the way they hold their bat and the way they swing. So Trent Bolt will be a big, a huge game changer. But having said that, so is Eden Park. So. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the ground-dominated fields, unfortunately. Yeah, I was, I was just about to ask you that, actually. I mean, if uh, if we've got a small ground, uh, you know, if, if Sky Stadium's considered a small ground, what is Eden Park considered, and how does it change things? Who do you think it suits better? <laughs> well, it, it obviously suits the power hitters. Mm. But, but if you think about, um, if we go back to the Pakistani series, and Pakistan attacked that series where they just wanted to whack everything out of the park um, throughout that series, almost like they were trying to build a style to go into the World Cup. Very similar to the way the West Indies played under Gale for, for so, so long, where they just weren't interested in, in ones and twos. They were only interested in boundaries and accumulating boundaries. So I think uh, Eden Park is a little bit like that. You know, they've You've ne- you never see a three-run at Eden Park unless it's an overthrow. Um, you can get in and stop twos from the fence, those sorts of things. So it's a one-boundary one field. Okay. And, and I think that leaves both sides fairly even. It's just what side can control the bowling for longest. All right, mate. John, before we let you go, we know you're on your mission today. So can we level it up? Can we level it up, get to one apiece, and give ourselves a chance to win this Chapel Hadley's T20 series? Oh, New Zealand know this ground like the back of their hand, so they know the lengths and lines. Once again, if you go back to the Pakistan series, they bowled mm. so well against Pakistan trying to smack them out of the park. They hit their lengths really well. They dominated. Um, they, their fielding was excellent. They tidy up a couple of things, and, yeah, we're the better side. So I've got no worries that New Zealand can not only win tonight, but they can win again on Sunday as well. 
John, it's just just quickly. It's easy for me to say this, but why why can't we consistently hit the Yorker? <laughs> I, know, I know you've tried. Yeah, I've tried heaps, <laughs> and I was a writer, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, you had that slingy action. No ideal for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, so, mate. So basically, so basically, why why don't we hit our Yorker? Basically, because I think guys. Well, but it's not that they don't practice it enough. It's such a margin of error that if you miss, the consequences mm. are six. Yeah. And 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 you only have to miss if you look at that uh, shot from David in the last in the last ball. He only missed by probably two or three inches. Yeah. But yeah. David, because he was back in the crease. And he went back in the crease. He actually almost turned it into a half volley. Mm. Mm. Had he come forward to that ball, it would have gone under his bat. But he actually went back and then came forward. So it actually makes the Yorker um, harder to get under the bat now because the batters don't stay as still. And they don't generally come forward to it. So your Yorker's got to be now, you've got to adjust your Yorker to the batter as he moves. Whereas, before, yeah. once again, you go back to when you were bowling the nets, you know, the batters just stayed where they were. Yeah, yeah. They saw it was full and they moved towards it. So it got under the bat. They don't do that now. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it makes it it really makes it. it tough mm. on the on the on the quickies, mate. It's all risk uh, and a little reward uh, the way that goes. John, uh, thanks very much for coming on this morning, mate. Good luck with the call tonight. I eh? have a good one. Yeah, cheers, Bryce. Thank you very much. Looking forward to it. Cheers, cheers guys.